Hey, what's poppin', guys? Welcome back to the Dallas Rays podcast. This is episode four of season four of our baseball podcast. Continue our goal to produce the highest quality baseball content on the internet. And we have a lot of news, a lot of things to talk about for this week. Yeah, um, some crazy stuff happened. Some teams went here. Some guys hit bombs when apparently they shouldn't. It, we'll get more into that, but let's start them off with We Got Ice. Yeah, so we got ice. A lot of injuries this week. Last week was more COVID-related. This time, it's a lot more hamstring-related, as we're seeing throughout all different injuries throughout baseball. We'll start off with Arizona. Mad bum. Day-to-day with the arm spasm. His uh, shortstop. Azubel Cabrera, 10-day hamstring. May need surgery. They don't know. It may be season-ending injury. We go to Atlanta, where Mike Soroka is a 60-day IL. Just had surgery on his Achilles tendon. Will be reevaluated within two to four weeks. Max Freed is day-to-day pulling... It got pulled from a game due to a cramp in his hand. And the outfielder, Ender Inciarte, is day-to-day with paternity leave. So it's actually a happy injury. It's not a crazy injury. We go to Chicago. The Cubs and the White Sox both have their injury vows. Uh, Jose Abreu is day-to-day. And Alec Mills, one of, I believe he threw the first no-hitter in 2020. If not, I know he had at least one of them. There was two. It was him and um, who the dude from the White Sox. Was it Rondon? Uh, I think so. I think it was Rodon. But he's 10-day yeah. IL. We'll throw a light bullpen session. Hasn't really been in the mix this year. Uh, we go to Cincinnati with Joey Votto, 10-day IL with a thumb injury. And Mike Moustakas and Nick Senzel are day-to-day. In Kansas City, Alberto Mondese. He will get his rehab start, and he's on the 10-day IL in AAA. Um, in Los Angeles, crazy news that came out yesterday. Mike Trout. Arguably one of the goats, if not the goat of baseball, is out on the 10 day IL to calf strain, but it's going to miss six to eight weeks. I don't understand the point of putting him on a 10 day IL. Maybe it's not to scare people, but you still scared yeah. him. He says six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. That is a very long time. The team's not even doing well. So without him in center field, how would you expect to get better? But this is actually the same injury he had in 2019. He only missed three games back in July of 2019, but it looks like going to be a lot more. Hopefully, this doesn't happen to him again because. If it's going to be exponential from three days to yeah. eight weeks, what's going to happen the next time he gets that same injury? Yeah. But on the other side of Los Angeles, the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger, 10-day IL, will get his rehab start in AAA as well. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, Bruiser Gratterall, Corey Seager, A.J. Pollock, Dustin May, Scott Alexander, and Zach McKinstry, all from the Dodgers, besides Belly, are all on day-to-day or 10-day IL. The injury bug has stricken them, and we're also stricken the Mets. I'm going to not talk about the Mets right now. We're going to leave that for the news because a lot of them have been injured, even more than the Dodgers, probably almost double the amount, which is insane to think about. But the Yankees, they really got the injury bug, but they got a couple players that are key. They're not playing right now. They're in and out. They're rotating who's injured. So Mm -hmm. as of right now, Zach Britton, the 60-day IL with his elbow injury. Gleyber Torres, he was, I don't think, believe he has COVID, but he's day-to-day because of COVID protocol. So I believe he was in contact with someone else who had it. Yeah. Uh, but he has tested negative. I think he's coming back very soon. Um, Jacaro Stanton and Aaron Hicks are still on 10-day IL. We go to Philly, JoJo Romero on a 60-day IL. Scott Kingry, the seven-day. And Didi, Sir Didi Gregorius, the former Yankees on the 10-day IL. And last but not least, San Francisco Giant, Wilmer Flores is day-to-day with his leg injury. Yeah. All right, so now let's go into the news because that was a lot of injuries, and I want to talk about some crazy news. Pujols, you guys may have heard. If not, he went to the Dodgers. He's he the the Hall of Famer is gonna end the rest of his this season with the Dodgers. Um, 
he the Dodgers haven't seen like received much of a production role. They they need like that one player this year that's like their veteran that's gonna carry them. And Polos might be that guy. So that they, they took a bargain, I guess. And well, it take- didn't take them long. It didn't take Pujols long, man. I mean, with the, the the Monday night against the Diamondbacks, bro, he hit a shot to right field, uh, go, go against the shift, and he got an RBI single. I mean, he's he's helping out. He's cracking into that. He, it sucks to see him in a blue jersey, but I'm happy yeah. he still hopefully can go out on his own terms. Mm-hmm. I mean, I compared him to Dirk Nowitzki. I was so mad when they blackballed him out of the league for no reason. They said he can't play anymore. They they basically retired him by putting him on that all-star team as a – what yeah. was it? It was, it was like a play-in or pick-in just so Dwayne Wade could have a nice send-off and they could have mm-hmm. an equal equivalent on the west side. I was like, you kidding me? Yeah. And then, next thing you know, the Angels – come out and they're like, Pools, you suck. And then the other side of Los Angeles is like, well, maybe not so much. We'll take and they him. pick him up because all the injuries that we just said, like Cody Bellinger yeah. making a rehab start, may or may not go well. Um, Max Muncy's, I believe he's playing first base right now for them. Yeah. Uh-huh, he um, so he definitely has a spot, whether it's going to be a DH if they're playing in America League or he's going to be on the bench platoon back. He's going to have a yeah. spot on the roster no matter what. They he signed is. him and it, it's going to, as much as it pains you to say as a Mets fan, it's going to help him a lot. Yeah. But and I think even more insane news, crazier news, uplifting news that made me so mad about yeah, baseball yeah, right now. I would like to also point out, before the season started, and we were talking about offseason, oh, Tony La Russa, everyone's so excited. He's like, oh, this guy, like, one of the best managers in baseball, three-time World Series. I did point out the age gap. He's 86 years old, and you have a bunch of guys in this team, a mix of veterans mm-hmm. and a bunch of young guys, like Yerman Mercedes, also known as a Yerminator, and he was guilty of swinging on a 3-0 strike. Apparently, it's unwritten rule for the yeah, old people in baseball. They don't man. like it. They don't like it when you swing. Tatis did the same thing last year. Yeah. But his team had his back. He was forced to apologize because of the media, but the team had his back. Yep. The so Yerminator, we thought most likely the team has his back, except for the manager. Yes. The 86-year-old DUI drug addict decided to say, well, you know what? I don't like that. And he went against them. He did not defend him. And when the next game, when the Twins pitcher purposely hit him, Tony La Russa said, I agree with that. You agree. How can you wake up and say, you know, I'm the manager and you suck. Even though you're doing really well and you're a really good ass to this team, I don't care. You messed up. You swung at a 3-0 pitch and got a home run. Even though it was good for our team, it does not matter. Like that makes no sense at all. And, and, and that is actual garbage. At, and your manager is happy that you got pitched at. That's yeah. what makes me even more like, mad. I don't understand how you could do that as a manager. Like you should your job is not only to set up the rotation, the lineups, the pitching staff, make sure everything's going well and oversee. Mm-hmm. It's also to oversee your players and make sure they're being treated well. Mm-hmm. You let them get hit with the ball, you're like, hey, it's fine. You know, I'm okay. Good job. If I was here in Mercedes, bro. I'd want to be on a different team. He lost. He definitely lost this team. This team wasn't even good to start off with in 2021. They weren't doing well. They bounced back a little bit, but you can definitely expect them to do worse yeah. with as long as this guy's the manager. It doesn't matter like how good they are. This management is only tells you they're not gonna play for him. They're not gonna yeah. play well. You lost the locker room and you deserve uh-huh. it. You suck. He deserves to be kicked. Like people say that like, oh, people shouldn't be in the hall of fame. These are tendencies that would push people to be on the fall. Not like that Pete Rose garbage, it's just because he bent. Yeah. With his team, then now he's allowed to play. That just makes me so angry that people could pick and choose their battles like that. All right, going to some better news. DJ, not LeMahieu, 
the guy who who's for the Marlins right now, but he old time Yankee five five rings with on his name, bro. He's a stud, Derek Jeter. He's getting a docu series. Yep. So in 2022, they're gonna start. Um, they're gonna start it because they saw how well Last Dance did with Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and they said we did it with MJ. Now let's go to DJ. I guess. Um, this guy, you, you guys know, he's a World Series MVP, 14 All Star teams. He made it, and he's. They they said you're gonna we're gonna reveal the man behind the icon because he was an icon to every, New York. If you if you know the love or the or even know the game of baseball, you should know. You know Derek Jeter, yeah. And this uh, is this and, is basically for all the young guys who don't know him. They grew up mm-hmm. maybe they're born in like 2006, 2010, because now they're like 10 years old and they're watching Aaron Judge play. He's like, well, yeah, Aaron Judge is cool and all, but you need to see what Derek, Derek Jeter, Jeter is all about. Yeah. Um, you know, he was easily one of the leaders in baseball, one of the leaders in New York for decades. Two decades, actually. Mr. November um, finally gets his thing. Yeah, so he's going to finally get his own. This is, like, long overdue, in my opinion. Like, he's definitely yeah. deserves for a while. I hope it's this later, just because the trend now is to do docuseries and stuff like yeah. that. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be Amazon Prime. I don't know if I yeah, have to, like, buy a subscription. Be, but but this is a guy I would actually buy a subscription for it and then just cancel it just because I want to see what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Like, Michael Jordan, he's cool and all, but, like, it's Derek Jeter. Yeah, like I, I want to see what, exactly. like, how he did, like, when he was younger and when he just started getting up there. Yeah, his backstory. How he coped through that, and yeah. I, I really want to see. It's going to be interesting to that. see how he went through all his whole Yankees career, everything before mm-hmm. that, college and high school, all that good stuff, yeah. and then how he becomes now an executive for the Miami Marlins and how he's kind of changed that culture around from we're 2012 Miami Marlins, we suck, we're going to get rid of everybody, and then mm-hmm. he jumps in there, changes the jerseys a little bit, and – we and see what's gonna happen. You have a brand new team. Yeah, but let's head over to our last piece of news right before our standings before we end off this episode. Mets injuries. The injury bug is real, fans. It is real. Um, slowly but surely, start off right before the season started. They had a couple key injuries to key players in the team, like Noah Syndergaard. We already knew he wasn't going to come back um, for at least till halfway to the season during June, July, which is coming up quicker than you think. Uh, Seth Lugo. And Carrasco get injured before the season starts. We know we're not going to have him until late May. It's almost late May. Now they're saying it won't be till June. They're getting pushed back. Yeah. Uh, Tywan Walker gets added to the injury list. Kevin Pillar gets several nasal fractures. What, what I was really mad about is there were Phillies fans coming for his neck saying, oh, well, Bryce Harper got hit. He got up automatically. I was like, first of all, it wasn't the same thing. Yeah. And second of all, Pillar got up and did the interview right after the game. And the next day, he had a press conference all beat up and bruised like someone knocked him out a bunch of yeah. times. And he said, he's like, listen, I want to play. He's like, and he literally said that when he held out, he wanna, um, gave the mm-hmm. lineup to the umpires in yesterday's yeah. game. He's like, I want to play. He's like, if, if this wasn't wrong, I'd be playing right now. So like, mm-hmm. it shows that it, someone, like, a quick signing like that, I think it was like a one or two year deal, wasn't that bad of an idea. I guess he does bring a locker room presence. But besides yeah. that, DeGrom is in and out. We don't know what's happening right now. He, suppose he's coming back sometime this week, later this week or the weekend. We'll see. Hopefully they don't rush it. P. Crow mm-hmm. Armstrong, the guy they just drafted two years ago, he's down and out. Jeff McNeil, he's down and out. Conforto's down and out. Luis Giorme, J.D. Davis, Brandon Nimmo, Deline Patanza, 60-day IL, as well as Jose Martinez beginning the season. Albert Armora Jr., the guy they brought in to put on the bench, a center fielder, only for defense. He's gone, and so is the prospect catcher, Francisco Alvarez. 
I mean, so it, the list goes on and on. Though. If you haven't noticed, it's basically their whole starting lineup is out. Yeah. To, Pete to Alonso, announce that, they have to pull out a scroll. Knock on wood, Pete Alonso still playing and Dom Smith. There's don't, not don't really jinx it, don't jinx it. Don't you dare jinx it, man. As well as James McCann, Tomas Nito. Those are like the big names that are playing right now. Lindor, yeah. who's although he's not doing too well. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the rest of the, the pitching rotation is still intact for now. For now. Mm-hmm. But they actually had to bring up a bunch of people like Jordan Fargas. He's a 30-year-old Dominican player that's on their triple A team, I believe. They just brought him up. Um, they ended up bringing up Khalil Lee. The prospect they traded with the Ben Attendee trade with the Royals, they mm-hmm. brought him up. They traded for Cameron Maidman from the Cubs for cash considerations. And they said he's going to be penciled in for Syracuse, but they're basically going to be bringing him up the end of this week to play because they don't have enough people mm-hmm. to actually play. Yeah. So it's almost kind of like spring training roster right now. And they got the win last night, 4-3 over the Braves. I know they don't have Soroka or Freed, but hey, you yeah. got three other pitchers and we beat one of them. So I'll take it. I mean mm-hmm. – um, as a Mets fan, it's going to be different. The injury bug is real. They're slowly but surely coming back, but it seems a lot more slowly than surely. Yeah. But with all the injury talks, we'll go to the standings. But it really honestly hasn't changed that much as last uh, week. No, not really, yeah. Boston's still in first, followed by Toronto, Tampa, New York, and Baltimore. I think New York fell from three to four, but they're only a, a half a game behind Tampa, so it's really not that much of a difference. The only team that's kind of like, Sucking right now, the division is Baltimore with seven games behind first place. We go to the AL Central, the Chi-Town White Sox, or Northside is in first, followed by Cleveland, Kansas City, staying in third place, Detroit, and Minnesota. In the AL West, Oakland leads the division, followed by a one-and-a-half game uh, deficit from Houston. Seattle's in third, Los Angeles Angels, and Texas. You could definitely... I'm I'm predicting that Texas takes over the Angels in the next couple of weeks. I don't I can't yeah. see how the Angels are going to do well they without their top dude. Mm-hmm. The Mets still somehow with all these injuries are still in first place the third week in a row for the NL East division, followed by the Phillies, which is the same exact thing as it was last week, the Braves, Marlins and Nationals. But the crazy thing is the Washington Nationals are only 5 games out. Yeah. So it can go it's either way. Um, the NL Central, St. Louis leads, followed by the South Side. Or, I no, yeah, yeah it is a South Side, Chi Town Cubs, oh, yeah. um, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. Very expected, kind of what we predicted beginning of the season. That's the only division that's really done exactly what we thought. And the NL West, the Giants still lead the division. San Diego's in second. The Dodgers are having some injury troubles, so they're still in third place, still coming out of a strut. Arizona's in fourth, and followed by Colorado. That's the same exact thing as it was last week. Yeah. So we're not seeing a big differential from this week and last week um, as far as who's doing well and who's not doing well. But I do want to point out before we finish, Shohei Otani is leading the MLB in home runs right now. Yeah, I mean, the two-way guy does it all. Oh, yeah. I don't understand how, but he's leading the league in home runs. He's not doing that bad as a pitcher either. So it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to turn that tide. And he's basically the – I don't want to say he's a leader because I don't know if he has those – aspects in him uh per but, se but he's definitely the best um on the, on the definitely the best on the angels right now with uh-huh. mike trout out yeah and arguably like kind of almost right up there with him for this season as far as stats i don't know mike Trout, who's batting 333 before he got injured uh he's leading the league in on base percentage leading the american league in slugging percentage he, he was a little bit of a strut though he went over 18 his yeah. last 18 at bats before he got injured so hopefully he could restart, rejuvenate himself like he has been every single year and get another top three, ML, uh, you know, and not NL, but 
MVP voting. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it here for us, uh, the Dallas Rays podcast, for episode four of season four of our baseball podcast. It's getting our goal to reach the highest quality baseball content on the internet. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. Right now, this video will not be up on YouTube. Uh, we're taking a little break from that. We're going to be editing yeah. and jumping back into it. But if you're listening to Spotify or any of our other platforms that you can listen to it on, thank you so much for tuning in. And please stay tuned with our Instagram for more content, more news, announcements, and click on our bio. All right, that's all we got. And enjoy the rest of your week. See you guys.